Hello, and welcome to the Goose Boys podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Eads, and with me as always is my co-host... Sherwood James. I'm host number two. Host number two, co-host. I, I don't know, I've never understood why people have, like, they have a problem with co-hosts. It's co-hosts. Yeah, it's the other everyone's host. a host. Yeah, it, we're both co-host. the hosts of this. Uh, anyway, this is a Goosebumps podcast. An executive host. <laughs> this is a Goosebumps podcast where we read the book, watch the episode, and then talk about them and the differences therein. Yeah. So. I, I would agree with that description. That's a pretty base description of what this podcast is. Uh, today we're talking about piano lessons can be murder. Our story starts with Jerome, a.k.a. Jerry, and his new his family. They're moving into a new home, mom he's and dad. 12. He's 12 years old. In the episode, he's like fucking around talking to himself, doing role plays. He's, play, he's playing like a he's little a, kid. He's a LARPer. He's he, 12 he, in the book, but in the show, he could be like 9. Yeah, his age is a little weird. Just like your nephew. Just I honestly related him a lot to my nephew as the, as the episode went on. Uh... Just a dumb kid. But he's he, actually pretty smart. Mm, was he? Yeah, he he. We'll get into it. Okay. So they move so, in this brand new house. Brand new house. It's actually an, a spooky old house. Spooky old but house. They can. Uh, these parents can afford this big ass house in this new town, Cedarville. Cedarville. No, that was their old town. It's New Goshen. New Remember Goshen. New Goshen. New Goshen. I didn't G-O-S-H-E-N. write that down. O s h e n. I didn't deem that important. I remember because I was like, how do you pronounce this? So they moved to New Goshen, and he says, it isn't easy to move to a new house in a new town, but they can afford like a ping pong table. They have a room they're going to dedicate to just playing video games. So that's three pages in. He's requesting a Nintendo room with a big screen TV. This is his, his ping pong table. Maybe one of them, maybe something else. They can afford it. But his parents are like, hey, get your head out of the clouds, dumbass. Get, unpack some of these boxes. But Jerry is allergic to work. <laughs> uh, then there's uh, their cat, Bonkers. That pussy. The, Bonkers is an insane fucking cat, apparently. He keeps jumping all over him, clawing him up. He says that cat is nasty. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. That's a, that's a stinky pussy. Not a good nasty pussy. <laughs> that's a sloppy pussy. So he's exploring the house. All sorts of shits going on. Oh, there's old shit up here in this attic. And the episode was the basement. I guess they just couldn't film in an attic or something. Well, how'd uh, you get it up there? Exactly. I mean, they could have just used a set. Whatever. So they, he's up in the attic and he finds an old piano and it's it's playing the music. And he in the episode he right away just sees a fucking ghost playing it. It's this terribly like after affected in woman, old lady with gross makeup. Yeah, in the in the book it's a young girl who's like for reasons. Yeah, for reasons that we'll get into as it goes on. So. Jerry, he doesn't really give a shit about this piano. One way or the other. He goes to bed. And then he starts hearing it play up in, in the, the middle attic. of the night. It's like midnight. And he goes up there and that's when he sees it. And it's 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 a girl ghost playing the piano. And then... His dad shows up. Classic spook fake out. It's his dad that was behind him. 
and he says, "Oh, I heard, I heard the piano music playing." And his dad says, "You heard what?" <laughs> Gets very angry. Yeah, the parents. He's and, always pulling pranks on him. They can't is, stand he it. He is always pulling pranks. At one point, he was talking about this prank he was cooking up about like the the piano stool and how he was gonna pretend to fall off it because <laughs> it was too slippery. Falling is one of Jerry's hobbies. Slapstick. He's Classic. a big fan of slapstick and falling down. He scared him with dust balls earlier. Uh, he was like, hey, oh, there's rats in the house. But it was just dust balls. Yeah. That's uh, a real concern as an adult, rats in your house. Absolutely. Uh, so Jerry's dad's mad that he's has him up in the middle of the night. He's tired from moving. He just wants to go back to bed. He asked Jerry, oh, do you want to take piano lessons maybe? And Jerry's like, yeah, you know, that'd be cool if they let me learn to play rock rock piano, not that drippy, classical, boring stuff. The, the, Jerry's, a, Jerry's a cool kid. They say, are you really going to practice the piano? And he says, of course, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, he wakes up, wakes up Monday morning, checks the attic again for nothing, nothing's going on, uh, goes to breakfast, mom and dad aren't even in there, kitchen's all dark and fucking empty. Then he hears footsteps. Spooky footsteps. It's just, just his dad again. Don't worry about it. Uh, then that night, it's, it's just night again, and he's hearing the piano again. So then the next morning, he confronts his family with it, who still don't have time for his jokes. He's just, he's an original prankster. They just can't stop him. That That's... That's a running... Jerry and his stupid jokes. Jerry! His parents say that. <laughs> yeah, it's... The parents in all of these books just hate their kids. I, I'm gonna guess... These ones are pretty bad. Carly Beth. Her Carly mom Beth is the... A strong single mother. Only one to have been even remotely supportive of their child so far. Everyone else is gaslighting their kids. They're just not listening to them. them. Turns out they're actually monsters, too. I think they might be goose-lighting them. <laughs> That's good. That's gold. <laughs> gold, Jerry, gold! So, this goes on for a bit. Bonkers is fucking around with the piano. The piano's coming downstairs. They got, like, these sweaty, moving people to pull it down. I don't know why it was so important that he noted that they were sweaty. Uh, in the episode, this all just kind of goes well, pretty fast. Well, the piano doesn't really move anywhere. It stays in the basement the Not, whole time. No, it goes up in to the... the show. No, it goes up. They pull they it up. They move it up? Yeah, they move it up at one oh, point. Uh, maybe that was a dream sequence. Yeah, I he, like half of the times he was just dreaming. Yeah, so much of this episode in this book is just... Yeah, you know, he's they in bed. They streamline a lot of it. Well, they do that in all of the episodes, because that, that's another thing I've yeah. noticed about these books... All of them are about 20 to 30 pages too long so far. It's pretty clear when they, like, in the book, here's a scene that it's not going to be in the episode probably. Yeah. There's two locations. He's at home, and then he's at the piano school. That's yeah. pretty much it. They they can't afford a school and a piano school for Whole all these different locations. Sequence. Different kids, extras. No, no, no. We got, like, five actors, and that's all we need. In the book, he goes to school and meets a girl. Her name is Kim Lee Chin. Uh, has straight black hair and green eyes. Oh. And they're chatting it up, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm, go I'm gonna learn piano from Dr. Shriek. And then she's she, like, what the fuck did you just say? And then? just runs. No explanation, runs away. 
Next day, like, he's getting what's, what's he's getting about? lessons from Doctor Shriek. Looks like Santa Claus. Looks like Santa Claus. Got a white beard mustache. Uh, in the that episode, guy. the actor was fantastic. Hammed it up, chewed that he looks scenery. Pretty nice. He looked like a Santa. He's chewing uh, the scenery and like chewing on those fingers. Those them them fingies. Hands are perfect. Ooh, and he's like touching all his fingers. He was sucking them fingies. So yeah, creepy old man starts fixating on his hands. And Jerry's like going through the workbook, and then he's like, When am I gonna get to play some rock and roll? All in due time. So then it's nighttime again, and the piano's playing again, and Jerry investigates it again, and uh, bonkers again! Parents are back! Parents don't believe him! And this just goes back and forth for like 70 pages. It just Uh. doesn't need to. Yeah, so their first lesson, Dr. Shriek and Jerry, they have their first lesson. They're alone in his house, and he's playing the piano, and he's like, faster, Jerry, faster, faster! The hands are alive! Ah! And then Jerry wakes up! It was a dream! I was thinking, it was pretty suspicious, like, wait, their first lesson? Like, where are the parents? They're just gonna leave this guy with their kid in the... Oh, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was not a nightmare. So... Then he then the ghost appears again. <laughs> ghost appears on the piano again, and she's like, "Stay away, my piano!" Then her face melts, and Jerry screams, "It's a ghost!" Yeah, he's freaking out. Of course, there's no ghost, and the parents show up, and they don't believe him, and they they don't believe him. And in the book, they're gonna send him to a psychiatrist. They're worried. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need to get him a doctor. And he says, like, I'm not a little baby! <laughs> and he's talking about, I wanted to scream and scream until they believe me! That is not going to help your you case, Jerry! Uh, so it's the next morning, and Shriek arrives again. Excellent hands. Jerry's got a great piano. Oh, yeah. In the book, Shriek is obsessed with the piano. He loved it. It was a beautiful piece. Uh, in the episode, he doesn't even see he's the piano. He's chill, for the most part. He says, oh, those are perfect hands. And this piano and they're is beautiful. Then they go to their lessons. And he keeps going to it. But, good news. Jerry's getting invited to the main Shriek University School. Not university, but the school. <laughs> university school. The University Uni School. Uh, the piano college. So then, later that night, the piano just starts janging. No, it's not later that It's like, directly after the parents leave the room, the piano just... Burp, 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 <laughs> and they're like, Jerry! Stop your pranks! That's expensive! So... I hate his pranks. They go, Jerry's going to the school now. Oh, yeah. He goes to the psychologist. The psychologist says he ain't crazy. Yeah. That's it. The, the psychologist, like, whole little bit is just kind of completely unnecessary. Well, they don't believe him. Yeah, nobody believes him that he's seen Gas ghosts. Gaslighting. So, he's goose lighting. Jerry is uh, going to the music they school. Drive, yeah, it's practically in the next town in the book. Yeah. Uh, they drive off in the middle of nowhere until they get into this forest area. And Jerry's in the school, going down these dark-ass hallways. No, 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 but the mom drops him oh, yeah. off. That, that's that's the like, most All right, I'll see you in baffling hour. thing in both the episode and the book is the parents just leave him with this old man all the time. In the book, they both comment on, when they look at the school, it's like this weird building and piano music's coming out of it. It looks but like it an looks, abandoned building. They literally building. say it looks like a prison, and it looks it looks more like a prison, and it looks more like a haunted house than a school. Yeah. Separately, they both say that. They see no other cars or people there. They just drop their son off. I'll be back in an hour and leave. See ya. 
But so he's walking down the hallways and he sees a giant metal monster chasing him down the halls. That's when he turns and he finds a good old Shriek. And it, it's just, it's, it's not, just, it's not Shriek, it's no, Mr. It's, Toggle. It's Shriek in the book. Uh, because that's when he, he foreshadows Mr. Toggle by telling him, oh, it's one of those crazy inventions the janitor makes. And in the episode, yeah, it was Toggle. So Jerry does his lessons, but before he's, and he's about to go home. But before that, he gets grabbed from behind. Classic fake out. It's Toggle. Yeah, Mr. Toggle. Wacky janitor Toggle. He made the floor sleeper, and he hints at, like, this guy may not be what he seems, because he's like, beautiful hands, that's what we look for. I programmed him to say that. (laughs) So, in case it isn't obvious from that single fucking line, the episode has to go then give Toggle robot noises as he's moving around. Not Toggle, uh, Shriek. Dr. Shriek. (laughs) Dr. Shriek getting robot... In the show, when they first arrive there, there's a camera security system outside and it says, What are you here for? And then the door buzzes and lets him in. Yeah. Uh, so he. Robots. Just gets out of there. Jerry's back at home. And they're like, the parents are like, All right, play, play us some music. We're so excited about your music. He's like, I really don't want to play music. Jerry, you're going to play us some tunes. And he goes to sit down, but before he can do anything, the piano just starts, jang, jang, jang. And they're like, Jerry! So much of this book is just people getting upset at Jerry over nothing. So, <laughs> he's playing around. He's breaking him. He is fucking around. Uh, but the parents are really upset, and they don't believe him about the ghosts or the janging or the creepy school. So he goes back to the school again. And Toggle's showing him all this cool shit he made, like a saxophone with a compressed air can, which is a terrible idea, by the way. You don't have to blow in it. You can concentrate on your fingering. (laughs) Fingering. Pretty loaded statement. Yeah. Also, like... What's Toggle doing? Just not how a saxophone actually works. You can't just, like, put air into it and the right noise comes out. Well, no, you can... He's saying you can blow into the saxophone with a compressed air... And that you don't have to work blowing so you can do just your finger. Yeah, but it's not just literally the fact that air is going in there. It's a lot more with, like, your the, your throat and the way you're putting air in there. Whatever. It's compressed air. Saxophones are he's, a hard... He's a mechanical pipe, genius. Pipeweeds are hard, man! It's not a static stream of compressed air. You know, it's like... <laughs> Big so now he's having pressure. to do more it's fingering like, instead no, of breathing? No, the fingering. You're concentrating on the fingering. All the air pressure, that is handled by the machinery. So uh, Jerry's about to leave. Oh, here's some cool shit. Uh, he's about to go to class, but he hears a voice. Help. Asking for help? <laughs> Toggle says it's nothing. Don't worry about it. So he just goes to class. And, uh, he hears you know. it like twice. And he's like, eh, he said it wasn't anything, yeah. so... Week later, uh, Jerry see Jerry's out there shoveling some snow, and he sees Kim across the street because they live across the street from each other. And they they drink hot chocolate, and there she says there are scary stories about the Shriek School. Don't you know about the stories? She says kids go missing. Jerry's like nah. He says piano's he just haunted. Moved there. Kim's like nah. Then the piano starts playing, and he's like ha. But it's just bonkers again! That bonkers is bonkers. She says, oh yeah, there's a bunch of kids that disappeared. And he's like, no way. But he just heard kids calling for help. Yeah. 
Uh, so later that night, the music is playing again, and he investigates again. But this time, the girl tells him that the stories about the Shriek House or Shriek School are real. And she shows him, she has no hands. That's, that's, Jerry freaks out. He says, I ain't playing that fucking piano no more. Because clearly yeah, this place says, is like, evil. Get it out. Get it out. I don't want to do it anymore. No. His and mom. Like, All right. Despite seeing how visibly distraught he is. Makes him take another lesson. They, they initially accept, like, okay, you don't have to p- play the piano anymore. Gotta tell him. We, and we fully support you. But you gotta go in there yourself, and I'm just gonna drop you off. We'll be back in an I'll hour. Be back in, I got some errands to run. You just have to do this one thing. And then I'm gonna let you go in there alone and leave you here for an hour at the place you're quitting. And then, so he goes in there. He goes on in there. <sighs> he Jerry tries to quit, but Shriek grabs his hands and growls that he isn't leaving. Jerry just gets away, but he runs around the corner. Chases him around the school. And he's looking for Toggle, despite he's obviously in on this. So he runs into the recital hall where he was told never to go before. And the pianos are all playing by hand. There's a bunch more Dr. Shriek people in there. And they're all watching the pianos. Yes. And all the pianos are just being played by hands on their own, floating there. So all the music that was playing, it was all these hands. There were no actual other students. Yep. And uh, it turns out everybody's robots. It's all robots. Shrieks, the teachers, everything was because of Toggle. Because human hands, they're just too complicated to build. So he steals them from children. (laughs) So he resorted to murder and black magic. Made a whole fake school... Murders these children. They disappear. Last known place, the school. No one's investigated them yet? Utilizes the power of Satan's magic well, to animate their magical hands. Did he say that? Did he say he was I'm using... I'm pretty sure magic was implied. Did he say he was using magic? There are He's ghosts... He's a mechanical genius. And the hands are floating like ghost hands. He could make like He's using magnetic... See, he's... What I think hands. he's doing is some kind of... Cyber goth <laughs> techno combination of Satanism and Silicon Valley. I'm shaking my head. This sounds ridiculous. Magic. Come on. <laughs> it's all science. It's all about. Well, but no. Well, how is he animating the hands then? Because he's well, talking about they're too hard to make robotically. He has servo motors that pull on the tendon. But he, the fact that there are so many moving the parts is the whole problem. From. No, the the hands contain the moving parts. You just need to activate the tendons. You know, it's like this. I'm squeezing my hand, making my fingers move. All right. So there's a line here. Uh, I've designed my computer programs to make them play beautiful, more beautifully than any live human can play. Yeah, because with a computer, you could make it pull His computer and activate, programs activate the tendons combined with murder better than a human could. Yeah, but if he yeah, can program it's, it's like plan. if he can just program <laughs> out piano playing, this is like the '90s. He could just get like a Casio. Okay. He can make. Something that can play the notes. He can just get some midis going, baby. He oops, he knows how to make uh, the programming part, but he can't make the actual, like, you know, there's too many small parts in there. I don't know. He just doesn't have that sort of manufacturing technique. But he's like a programming computer genius, 
but like yes. has no access to music tools on the computer. Uh, this is the mid '90s, so not really. He's a he's using computer programs to program maybe robotic like, hands maybe it's like to play the piano. Computers, you know? I don't think we're too worried about he's the spent, technological limitations the money, of the '90s. All the money on this mansion out in the middle of nowhere. All right, he can't afford this advanced computing technology. <laughs> he's working on like '70s equipment. So then Toggle hears like a noise behind him, and he turns and he sees the ghost girl. We're busy. We'll talk to you later. Aw. <laughs> Just shut that kid out. Yeah, we're in the middle of something. So. Mr. Toggle. Mr. Toggle turns and sees the ghost. And I completely lost my train of thought. So yeah, ghost girl's there. She's she's like, you're gonna pay for what you did. And then he like floats up into the air. And like gets... <sighs> It's a little unclear exactly what happened. They all, like, carried him off into the woods? All uh, the ghosts? Yeah, she summons all the other ghosts, and they reclaim their hands. Yeah. And then carry him off into the woods. Yeah, so, like, a week later, Jerry's life is going great. They sold the piano and bought that big, big screen, screen TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying out for the baseball team. Everyone says he has great hands. <laughs> oh, so that was the. That was all right. Uh, I uh, the ending's okay. Uh, that uh, that book sucked. That episode sucked. I, I'm Jerry, in the episode, he was like, after seeing the ghost for the first time, and he's being taken to his piano lessons. He said. Maybe she was saying, stay away from here. Maybe. So he kind of put put it together pretty quick. The ghost confirmed it. She was like, stay away from the Shriek school. It's evil. Evil. But uh, he didn't, he didn't put two and two together. He did not put, he didn't put shit together. Uh, in the episode, the old woman is the piano teacher of Mr. Toggle and she's got like a weird British accent. And she's like, "Oh, you've been a bad boy. You've been too far. I'm gonna make you pay for burning that boy. That's why you should have practiced, lazy boy." And then, like, it's time for your lesson. Uh, Jerry runs out of the school and into his parents' car. And then, like, a big overlaid face of the she ghost pops out of the school <laughs> to jump scare. <laughs> And they freak the fuck out. Of course they would. It's a giant fucking ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time. They were gaslighting him the whole time. The whole time. And, and now, apparent, according to Jerry, they have PTSD and they're having to talk to psychologists Yeah, they were just saying, like, oh, we're going to take you to psychologists. And at the end, he's saying, like, well, the psychologist is helping him. Talking about it is helping him out. <laughs> so, Got him. what would you rate this episode? The episode? And the book. What would you rate him? Episode's like a four. Really? It's like a three. They're like yeah. both twos for me. I say the episode is a three book. It's a three. They're both twos for it's me. Like three bumps. Uh, I was bored through both of them for the most part. I had laughed a couple times in the episode. Uh, the book had a couple of creepy bits, like when he was being carried off to the woods and like all the ghosts came up. That was fun. Uh, but it's just... Jerry was a little bit of an asshole in the book. There was just so... people. It, it reminds me so much of a Girl Who Cried Monster, where there was yeah, just boy who cried wolf so scenario. much. People don't believe him. They're going back to they see the thing. They don't believe you, but you're not really helping him out. You, you're not making right decisions, and it's the same, like, three things happening over and over of, like, he's in the, in the attic looking at the piano, he's playing the piano, Shriek's creepy, the ghost is playing the piano, 
He's playing the piano. He never, like, waits and tells his dad to, like, hey, whoa, the piano's playing right now. Check it out. Check this shit out. He'd always freak the fuck out, run over there. That way it would look like him doing it. Yeah. This, I would say, on a survival scale, this kid is, like, a two. Yeah, he is definitely not... Should have died. ...the main character of Welcome to Camp Nightmare. In the book... well prepared. In the book, when the ghost rises up and saves him at the end, saves like him gamers. from uh, Mr. Toggle, uh, she's like, oh, go go get help, get out of here. And he just stands there until they uh, carry him off. Uh, and then okay. he runs out of there. Yeah, <laughs> not very smart. Yeah, uh, Jerry's fine, but not a very, not a very, not a very, not much of a survivor. He's fine, but uh, so depend on him. What are we gonna name this episode? Uh, piano lessons can be boys. Mm, boys lessons can be murder. Sure, sure. Boys lessons can be murder. I'll be on, I'll be on my board with it. Uh, it's hard out there for a boy. Sorry, out there for the boys. Uh, what would be a good versus for this? Who's even the villain? The robots? Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, Mr. Toggle. Mr. Toggle and his robot army. Uh, say Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Right well, Doctor Doom would be almost fucking anyone. That's yeah, not no, fair. See, if you think about Mr. Toggle, he's making Toggle bots pretty much. They're people, people bots. But they just don't have working hands. There's Doctor Doom. He can make functioning hand robots. My verses would be Doctor Robotnik. He makes robots. Okay. Makes robots, not necessarily super complicated. He's like animal hands. robots. Exactly. But he also made like that chicken guy and like the drill nose guy. Aren't they based on animals? The drill one, I don't know so He's much. He's not making humanoids. The, well, the chicken one is definitely humanoid and has like functioning I'm hands. Thinking, like monkeys. Monkeys have got hands. Birds. They got like those like, human ladybugs with people like the razor hands. blades on the back. Doctor Eyeball Robot He's not making people hand would robots. destroy Toggle. Okay, yes, he's done some Metal Sonic. Shit. Toggle's not very good. I'm thinking more like the Tinker from '60s Spider-Man. I don't. I'm not aware of this character. He's exactly what he sounds like. He tinkered on some shit. Tinker toys. Yeah, some uh, some mechanical hobbies. All right, well, what about Calendar Man? Calendar Man. What about him? Well, what could he do? In this situation, probably mess up the school schedule. That that would probably throw them all off. Regionals, they won't have time to register. Calendar Man wins again! In the piano competition. I don't think Mr. Toggle's doing this for competitive reasons. His motives are very unclear. He wants to create beautiful music. Yeah, in, in the, the episode they tried to like, oh, it was because he was uh, haunted by the ghost of his teacher... And, like, she abused him, so he, like, wanted to make the best He's music. He's going too far! But in the book, he just kind of does it for yeah, some for reason. Fun. He just likes it. He's an enthusiast. <laughs> uh, what would you make a sequel to this? <sighs> Piano lessons can be murder. My thought was guitar lessons can be genocide. <laughs> okay, that's taken. And a up. kid gets, he gets, like, he finds a demon guitar... And it, like, it's possessed, and it possesses him, and it teaches him to play the guitar. But for every note he gets, a soul is freed from hell. And it's hell on earth when he's, like, shredding on the guitar at the end. That's all I got. I got nothing. All right. This uh, is a pretty cut-and-dry story. It is. It's it just needs ghosts. no extension. It doesn't. Uh, we got a couple emails. Uh, first one... From who? Uh, well, so... 
Some of them are from people that just sent them to me through DMs. Uh, so I don't have their names, or at least I don't want to... They sent them through DMs so you don't have their because names? Because I wrote... That doesn't make any sense. I, they sent them through DMs, and then I just wrote them down and emailed them to the email myself. What? So I just have the questions and I don't have the names. Aren't you working from your computer in your room? Yeah. Okay, just just making sure. Yes, I'm also very lazy. So what are these questions? Uh, so well, the first question isn't there. Uh, this one was just a point I was gonna bring up on my own, and somebody else emailed us about. Of uh, one, what is our opinion on Are you afraid of the dark? And two, uh, two, the questions aren't over yet. Okay, it's a two-part question. Have you seen any of the new series that just premiered? That's a great set of questions. Yes, it I'm is. I'm glad they asked this. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I love it. The original series. Great series. Haven't seen every episode, but I am afraid of swimming largely because of that episode with the pool monster. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you don't know what's down there. Don't know Anything could touch you. And then it's a sick-ass fucking skeleton man. Who's uh, invisible. I love Are You Afraid of the Dark? Of course. I've yeah, seen every episode. Classic. I've seen every episode of Goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Fucking love this shit. Uh, which, is, which has the better theme? Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think so, yeah. Goosebumps is fun, but... Are You Afraid of the Dark is fucking classic. It's creepy, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, the... <laughs> I'm talking about that end theme. Yeah. That's a fucking jam right there. That thing slaps. The new series? New series. We watched the first, the first episode. We saw the first episode that was free on YouTube. Uh, Seems like they're going for an anthology. They're Well, no, they're going for less of an anthology. Yeah, yeah. More yeah, of a serialized story. Uh, a continued story. But for how long? Is yeah, that's... Like an arc? That, I'm, I'm unsure on that. I, I, th I know they're going for like more of a... like. These are the main characters, yeah, the and then society. they tell their stories, and I guess those stories come to life. I know that happened in the show at some point. I, it did at but some point. But it wasn't, like, all the time. No, yeah. The the inner, like, story bits are more, in the original, a lot more just context for, like, oh, they're just kids in the story, they're telling a story. Sometimes the thing will inspire the story, or the story will, like, make them scared of a thing in the real world. Yeah. Whatever. But this is going for more, like, that's the main focus, and then they occasionally will go into a story. Uh, I thought the story in the first episode was fucking dumb. It was pretty generic. Mr. Top Hat was lame. The core concept was, oh, spoilers if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Mr. Top Hat is, like, the evil carnival, the spirit carnival guy. Mm -hmm. Carnival shows up. People disappear. No one remembers the carnival. Yeah. Classic. Classic. And that was the story, but then the story of the episode <sighs> is that story becomes real. Well, that's in the next episode, or like on the next on. Is I mean, we that's, saw that. that's the like, yeah. the, the key concept of it. Yeah. The, the main story uh, so far. The story she was telling is actually real. It's a real ghost. Yeah. The Midnight Society also had like all these methods of he had to join through like answering a bunch of random trivia questions. Yeah. Prove your. Uh, the fat kid from the new It is in it. They asked her a lot of hypothetical questions. Yeah, it and was she a, gave her answer, and I like that. That's yeah, that's it, an it open would, question. Didn't have like any single answer. They just wanted to see yeah. how she would react. It, it, you what say, her answer is? Yeah, shit, I don't remember what any of the questions were. Uh, I think one was like, "What's scarier, a werewolf or a vampire?" Yeah, and her answer was that a vampire scarier because it's a vampire twenty four seven, as a werewolf is only on the full moon. And I would say. Yeah, what do you think about this? I would say a werewolf because you can't control that. Can't control the werewolfism. Werewolves rip you to fucking shreds. You become a literal monster and kill anything around you. And you're including your loved ones. But if you're a vampire, 
Worst case scenario, you die in ecstasy getting your blood sucked. You get, well... Or I'm, you turn into a... That's part of the lore, is that no, getting no, no, your no. blood sucked? The, the question is if you're a werewolf or a vampire, not no, if you're becoming a werewolf. No, it's what's scarier. It's what's scarier. What is a scarier threat? Oh, you so, know what? Okay, yeah. I was interpreting it as what would it no. be scarier to be. So, either dying by a werewolf or becoming a werewolf, both fucking suck. Okay, so if you ran into a werewolf or a vampire, I would say... A vampire, you werewolf. either... Die in ecstasy, because that's part of the lore of getting your blood sucked by a vampire, it feels real fucking good. Or you become an immortal Superman. There's no downside to running into a vampire here. Yeah, I guess. These are great outcomes. So, uh, yeah, that, that new show, uh, if it comes to Netflix or if it's on Hulu or anything, I might watch a few more episodes, see what's going on with it, but... I gotta say, remember Underworld? Yeah. And how, it, yeah, it was pretty disappointing, but I liked how they had it where the vampires, they were pretty cool and strong or whatever. Yeah. But the were, the werewolves were way stronger, but, like, they didn't have Something full control. That they were oppressed in that series. The first Underworld is a shitty, cheap, schlocky movie that's fun enough to watch. concepts. Interesting concepts sure. and is fun enough to watch. A purely, like, non-magic as far as I know. The rest of those movies are trash. You know, I would just say all of them are trash. Oh, I, no. I, 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 I already that. said the first one was trash, but it's fun enough trash. <laughs> the other ones the rest are some good concepts, too. Just trash, though. They're not fun to watch. Like the, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, one of them has the idea that, like, way back in the day... Uh, the Black Plague era. Yeah. 1500s or something. <laughs> uh, Black Plague, de- a lot of deaths and sickness happened. Some people survived, and one, it was one family. I'm really fuzzy on this right now. One family, one brother, nothing happened to him. He just survived and then had a family. Another one got bit by a bat. <gasps> he survived, had a family, and went on. Yeah. And the third one got bit by a wolf. And then the bat and the wolf guys, that's where vampires and werewolves come from. Yeah. What was that one movie where it was like, vampires have taken over the earth, and it's like, humans are just a cattle, and like, everything has like, LED lights or something, and it's constantly night, and there's like, vending machines of blood or something. All I remember is a trailer for this movie. I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either, but I remember seeing the trailer for that, and I was like... That could be fun. And then I heard it was just terrible garbage, so I never Have saw it. Have you seen 30 Days a Night? Uh, no, I remember we watched like half of that, but I was drunk, and then I just shut it off because I was too drunk. Uh, it was pretty messed up. Yeah, I don't remember like anything from it because I was like, fucked the up. The sun isn't out for 30 days. Yeah, and, and it's vampires, vampires are doing fun. shit. Absolutely. Uh, all right, next email. Ooh, ooh, a bloody snow cone. <laughs> that a vampire would like that. Probably would. Oh, that was one of the things I did like in True Blood, was that they did do more, like, uh, that one, the one rich vampire was eating, like, a sorbet of blood. Oh, yeah. And, like, they had all those different, like, dishes made of blood. That's that's the kind of fun shit I like. Yeah, they want to ha- they want to have yeah. variety. Especially if you're, you know, rich as a vampire and you've been drinking blood forever. Let's try out some different fucking methods. Uh, so next question, next email... Again, don't know who this comes in. I'll get names for next time. Uh, what qualifies us to run a Goosebumps podcast? Uh, you're listening to it. That's, what, that's exactly my answer. Are you listen to a podcast right now? <laughs> this is us. That is your answer. Uh, yeah, we're Goosebumps historians, uh, and we're doing it. 
That's what qualifies us to do it. I don't know who invented the concept of podcasts. There's actually a dispute about that. I think podcasts are very similar to the American concept of freedom. Mm -hmm. Anyone should be able to do anything they want. As long as it's not, like, really hurting anyone. Exactly. So, free Hong Kong. If you're in China, fuck you. I'm not gonna sit here. Is that the message? Is China the bad one? I'm not gonna sit here and let your bad talk the greatest democracy this world has ever known. Taiwan, number one. I thought it was Hong Kong. Uh, no, like China doesn't like Taiwan. Or like they think or they Hong own Kong. them. I'm not too clear on some of this stuff, but maybe you shouldn't be talking about geopolitics. <laughs> you don't understand. It's not. It's not political. It's geopolitical. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the answer to fucking that. LeBron James can suck my dick. <laughs> As of right now, what is your favorite Goosebumps book or episode? So, I'll, I'll say... Within so, what uh, we've covered? I'll say, I'll split that up into two things of, one, what is your favorite from memory of all of it, and what is your favorite so far that we've done? Hmm, of what we've done. Pfft. Doom, Haunted Mask. I'm gonna say it's it's definitely either Haunted Mask or uh, Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Yeah. Camp Nightmare, Nightmare was pretty interesting. That, that one just had a lot of fun concept in the book really and the weird. episode. The episode had that explosion. It had the fucking counselors. That was, was a great like, one. It was, like, kind of lethal. It know? was, yeah. It was People a dangerous situation. It was scary they stuff. They started out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That was some spooky shit. Out uh, of everything? Out of all of them that I remember, because it has been a while since I've watched any, like, routine amount of episodes... Um, I always liked Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns and Werewolf of Fever Swamp. I always remember the end of Attack of the Jan- Jack-O-Lanterns. Were there aliens? Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oops. Whatever. <laughs> it's fucking goosebumps. <laughs> the aliens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those, those are some good ones. What is, what's, you say your overall favorite? Of the episodes? Or books, either one. Damn, Werewolf Fever Swamp was pretty good. I just said that was a good one. For if only for the special effects. Yeah. Like that, that I always remember that one had really good effects and just good atmosphere. It was a, it was a good one that like, I remember. When they fight the werewolf, shit gets popping. Oh yeah. Uh another one. What are your favorite horror movies? Horror movies? Well just do Day of the Dead. Top two. Top two, Little Shop of Horrors. That's my number one favorite movie of all time. Uh-huh. Great movie. Classic. Uh, 1985 or 86, starring Rick Moranis. I think it was 85. I'm not sure. It's like I'm the production in the release. Yeah, that's a whole. That's always a whole thing. Uh, uh, number two? Number two? Yeah, fucking throw Day of Dead in there. That's a good one. That's that a good movie. one. Uh, I'd go number one, Evil Dead 2. I've said it on podcast before. Fucking favorite movie of all time. Uh, number two, I would have to go Reanimator. I fucking love that movie. It's a good one. Jeffrey Combs, based on an H.P. Lovecraft story. It's all fucked up in all the right ways. Severed head. Eats that pussy. Mmm. That's some good shit. Sexual assault. Well, yeah. That was not consensual. That was not a good guy. That was a villain. He was a zombie, a psychic zombie head. Oh, yeah. And a plagiarist. Yeah. Overall bad guy. Totally bad, dude. Academia. I just remember one that is not an email, but is something I was alerted to just through general conversation with people. Uh, <laughs> apparently there's another podcast that's uh, not Goose Boys, but Goose Buds. 
<laughs> damn, that's good. And we, I was like, damn, that is good. <laughs> uh, we were not aware of this podcast existing until like a day ago. Uh, have not listened to any of it. Probably will not just to don't not plagiarize. Yeah, don't want to be plagiarists. Uh, maybe once we finished all the books and episodes, we'll give. I'll give it a go. See what's up. Uh, Fuck those guys. We're number one. We're number one. You guys, you're you're okay having number two. As long as you don't have any fixings on our number one spot. The number one Goosebumps podcast. Number one Goosebumps podcast. We're not the number one Goosebumps content creator. That is clearly Goosebumps number one oh, Aussie fan. Goosebumps content creator? That's like a broad category. Goosebumps number one Aussie fan. Check out his YouTube channel. I had to use him for some resource checking. I'll talk about that next week because next week is, well, next week's a bit unclear because we have to do technical difficulties. There are technical difficulties in the way of things, uh, but we also have to read Return, uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb and Return of the Mummy. I said it later. We're almost done. Uh, he fucking interrupts goddamn everything right now. <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's a young lad. I know, but... He's the main character of a Goosebumps. Sure is. Uh, so yeah, we have to read Curse of the Mummy's Tomb and Return of the Mummy because they skipped that one. They skipped Curse of the Mummy's Tomb in the episodes. Oh, it's just... And just Return went straight to Return of the Mummy. They probably thought the mummy theme was too similar. Might have been. Uh, they also skipped the first... Uh, well, they didn't skip the first uh, Night of the Living Dummy. They did film the episode, but apparently it was deemed too scary. <sighs> That's so the worst. was never released. Too scary? So we're also going to have to read Night of the Living Dummy 1 and 2 for the, night of the next episode. So the next two episodes, we have to read two fucking books. And the place we were stealing these books from got taken Whoa, down. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't stealing anything. The place we were borrowing these books, from, our friend who borrowed these books' house got burned down! And now we don't have access to them. Yeah, the house just doesn't exist. It disappeared! 404, not found. Ha! That, that was the address of the house. It's not found as part of it? No, it was 404 Goose Street. The Goose Boulevard. Yeah, that was the one. All right, well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. We kind of went through all the things. We got some emails and read them. I just got to say, the not too scary thing that really bothers me. It does. Because anything I play or watch or read or whatever that it's trying to be scary, you know, if I think it's too scary, I just stop looking at it. You know? I don't. The, I confront my fears. Kids, kids think the show is too scary? Fuck them. Stop Don't watching! Yeah. Stop watching. Leave the room. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just remembered two things. What we should have said at the start of the email segment. Oh, we have an email. Gooseboys Podcast. Gooseboys with the Z as it is in the title. Gooseboys Podcast at gmail.com. Is it a capital G? Doesn't matter. Uh, it is capital, but it's it doesn't matter. Uh, other thing. We are now on many services thanks to Anchor.fm. What is that? Anchor.fm is a fantastic website where you can upload your podcast and have them automatically distribute it to multiple different outlets, such as Spotify, at Google Podcasts, Breaker, and many more, including... Breaker with one E. 
in, in many more, including an RSS feed. Wow! It's interesting to know that all of these things exist for a, a listener's convenience. Uh-huh. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast app, maybe. Mine's Spotify. Well, there you go. Got the family plan. If you ain't using Spotify, get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome. It's pretty convenient. Yeah, I just tell you, yeah, Spotify's great. I love Spotify. Uh, I'm very happy that we're on it. Even though it was the easiest thing and it was automatically done because Anchor is such a great service. All I had to do was upload the podcast and they put it everywhere. Is this a sponsored bit we're doing here? It might be. I'm improv I am too. <laughs> but it might be sponsored. We'll see. Uh, bye. Oh, okay. Just end it like that. I, what else you got to say? Uh, keep, keep them, keep them scared. Ooh, keep no. them bumping. No, we gotta, we gotta have a better sign off. Uh, like a catchphrase. All right, let's work off some catchphrases real quick. Uh, what? Well, let's each give two. Uh, okay. The original one is "Veer beware, you're in for a scare." And so I would say, watch out. That's one. That's one. All right. What's your other one? Uh, okay. You do. Give me. Give me okay. One. Okay. Um. Bump it! Bump it. Bump it. That's not scary. It doesn't have to be. Mm. Pass. You can't, ju- you can't pass! <laughs> That's not part of the game! I don't know. I'm trying to think of something I can't. Just literally... What was the criteria again? Anything... It's your criteria! <laughs> An outro quip! Okay, I was trying to keep it in a theme of, like, Goosebumps getting scared. Uh... Hmm. A sign-off that says goodbye, but it's also scary. Doesn't have to be scary. I want it to be scary. All right, well, I guess we each only had one this time. See ya, fuckers!